Welcome to Feeding Frenzy, a podcast brought to you by the Breastfeeding Resource Center. The BRC is a nonprofit organization in Abington, Pennsylvania. We're here to provide support on various parenting topics to help you get through the roller coaster ride of parenting. I'm your host, Colette Acker. Let's take this journey together. Hello, today we're discussing the route of becoming an international board certified lactation consultant or IBCLC when you don't have a healthcare background. So I have with me today Sophia Vaughn, who recently finished the BRC's mentorship program. Hi, Sophie. Thanks for joining me today. Hi, thanks for having me. Sure. So before we start, um, please tell us a little bit about yourself and how you became interested in becoming an IBCLC. Sure. Um, So I had my daughter, Wyatt, in 2016, um, and we had a really rough start to our breastfeeding journey. Um, I was like super painful the whole the whole route. I never had any supply issues, luckily, or anything, but I was just having a hard time, and she was a winter baby, so I was just having a little postpartum. And one of my best friends, Emma, suggested coming to the Breastfeeding Resource Center support groups, and I loved it. I felt like really comfortable and at home, and it got me through that rough first winter. Um, and then when my son came along two years later, I just, I loved breastfeeding and I, um, nursed my daughter up until I had my son and felt, felt like I had a pretty good handle on it at that point. Um, a lot of friends were coming to me to ask questions about nursing. Um, and that made me feel really good and it made me feel great to help others. Um, so I decided this was maybe something I wanted to do. Yeah, the minute you breastfeed successfully, all your friends and family <laughs> kind of beat down <laughs> your door for advice. Um, <laughs> they sure do. And did you learn more after your uh, <laughs> internship program with us? Oh my god, it was so it was so interesting. I think that in a lot of ways, sitting in on consults and talking to other moms, that was always the part I loved the most. Anyway, is communicating with other people and letting them know you're not alone. For some people, it's not as natural as you think it's going to be, and it can be really challenging. Um, So it's just, it's helpful to have someone there kind of holding your hand, even if everything's going great and they don't think it's going great. Those were some of my favorite consults to watch is, I'm really bad at this. And, you know, once we get to the bottom of the consult, their supply is great. The baby's thriving and everything's going really well. And they just needed to hear that. Yeah. Those are my favorite oh, concepts I love too. Those. That don't, you don't have to work that hard <laughs> figuring out what the issue is. So there's nothing to, nothing to figure out. Right. So I'd like to say that pulling everything together to qualify, to take the exam is no easy task. And, um, when you go the, the, um, certifying body is iblce.org and um it's confusing to many when they you go to the website and start to research it research it but basically there are three different pathways to take and if you don't have a healthcare background 
most people tend to take pathway three, which is what you did. So, yeah. Um, what was it like when you first started researching how to become a lactation consultant? So I originally was going to choose, I think it's pathway two, where you um, do a college course. Um, it's sort of all wrapped up into one little package. Um, I was I was originally going to choose that just because it seemed like the neater, easier, all wrapped up in a quick bundle way to do it. Um, but because I was doing it over COVID, I went back to school over COVID, um, a lot of places just weren't offering that. It's not really something you can do remotely. So um, I just started looking into other routes and contacted you. And um, luckily, I had you as a mentor to walk me through it because it really is, you've got to do a little bit of research in the beginning. I think that the IBCLE website can be a little daunting um, in terms of like how they lay out all the pathways. But once you get all of your college courses finished, then then it gets a little bit easier. It's just getting the amount of hours yes. in so, can be a little challenging. So Pathway 2 is a certificate program put on by a college or university. And, and there's not many in the country. I don't even, I don't believe there's any more than what, 15 or something. Yeah. So, and that was my I, other I was point. lucky to be close to one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You were close to one, but that's another difficulty if you choose that pathway because it is nice and concise. I still haven't figured out why they only um, require 300 hours when you do that certificate program. Um, but <laughs> I did not feel comfortable being around families at 300 hours. I think that. It, it requires a little bit more. And it's also um, financially, it's a lot more taxing than it is doing it this way. If, if you really, if you're a person who is really self-motivated, I, I would absolutely recommend Pathway 3 because I, I think it's a different type of education that really works well for me because I am a hands-on person. So before you even start though, we need the college level courses done first. So if you're a healthcare professional, an OT, a dietitian, a nurse, a doctor, you've had all of these health science courses that they require. So is that the first step you took was to look into the college level courses? Yes. Yeah, I had a few of them already taken. Uh, but we were in lockdown and it was just me and my two kids. So I figured why not also uh, go back to school. So I started that before I, I think before I even decided to do pathway three, I just figured, you know, we can knock these out and get them out of the way. And again, everything was kind of on ice, so I couldn't really do much else. So it felt like a step I was taking in the right direction. Uh, when I got about halfway or more than halfway through with the college level courses, I started looking into uh, specifically my lactation education. So for and the, then um, before that, so your college level courses, there are 13 courses you take or 14 if anatomy and physiology are separate. <laughs> um, but Correct. how long did it take you to finish those 14 college courses? Uh, about a year, I think about a year. Uh, I had, 
few finished already from the first, before when I went to college before I had kids. And then I did, I went to a local community college close to where I live and I was able to do most of that online. And I just did it year round because I snuck in classes over Christmas break and classes over summer. Um, and, and that's, I think it took me about a year to finish, maybe a little bit more for 14 classes. Yeah, it was pretty, yeah, it was pretty quick. Um, it didn't take me as long as I thought, but I was going full to a full to three quarter time. So I, I was really, if I was working at that time or raising children in a traditional environment where you can leave your house, it probably would have taken me a lot longer. Okay. Yeah, and some of those courses, they're accepting uh, if you take them online, another avenue. They don't have to be at a university. So one of the things we do at the BRC is that we have a, I want to be an IBCLC consultation with myself, and we get on the phone, and um, we walk through how to kind of manage the system. Um, so once you finish those 14, 13 or 14 classes, you're required to do 90 hours of lactation specific courses and then five hours of counseling classes. So where did you go for that? I did it online, uh, through a website called healthy learning and it was it was great. Um, it probably took me slightly longer than ninety plus the five, um, but it was really good education to have before you start actually seeing families. But like you were saying, I think that finding a mentor that you like and can relate to is it's a must in the process. You have to find somebody who really who you can talk to and ask these questions because it it's a challenging pathway to take. You've got to be, you know, ready, very self-motivated. Yeah. And um, so there's other online courses available, lactation education resources is another popular one where you can obtain all 90 hours plus the five of counseling hours um, pretty easily. So I think that's an easy step. And um, it's probably probably a lot more fun, those classes, than the college-level courses because prereqs are never that exciting. No, especially when it's like anatomy. And I, I just am never going to remember all the places there are in your brain. And that's just not important to what I do every day. Um, but it's it's a good class to take. The, the lactation, when I finally got to the lactation, lactation education, it was much more interesting. And I knew it was like really setting me up with facts and information that I know when I'm meeting with families. Um, I took my uh, lactation education through healthy learning and I'm doing my uh, course to get ready for the test through the LER just so that I can have a little bit of both two different teaching styles, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And they do have, as you're getting close to um, being or taking the actual exam, there's a lot of practice exams available through healthy learning, lactation education resources. And I love those because, you know, it's, it's one thing to just sit and study and it's another thing to kind of practice and see how you do. So those are wonderful. Exactly. So 
The third part of this pathway is obtaining your clinical hours. And within pathway three, you're required to have 500 directly supervised hours. So you are hip to hip with another lactation consultant for 500 hours. (laughs) Yep. (laughs) So I love our program because besides our outpatient office, we also provide all the lactation care for two local hospitals. So our interns get such a well-rounded experience of working both in the hospital and in the outpatient setting. And those are two entirely different jobs. Do you agree? Yes, I couldn't agree more. It's it's funny when, when you're signing the way our program works, you can sign up and you can choose uh, to be more hospital heavy or more outpatient heavy. And just because of the way my schedule works and the way our hours are here in the office, I was very heavy in the office and then did some light hospital hours. But they're so different and they're both absolutely necessary. When you're in the hospital, you're seeing babies who are hours old and moms who kind of can't even absorb all the information that you're telling them yet. And then when you're seeing people outpatient, you're seeing a wide variety of people. So you're seeing weaning appointments, you're having just weight checks, you're seeing babies who are postprenotomy, and it's all so, it's so interesting to get both. You have to you have to see people who are going through their entire breastfeeding journey. And in outpatient, you really get to see like the families as well. So, you know, you get to see dads who are sitting in, in the consults and they're just so eager to help. Or you see, you know, grandma who's been at every single outpatient appointment and just also wants to be there to help. It's, it's really sweet. You really get to bond with the families and it's, I think that's super important. Yeah, and I think that the actual exam uh, takes a lot of questions from both inpatient world and outpatient world. So I really stress to people who are doing this pathway or doing any pathway and looking for um, those clinical hours that they find both. Because, I mean, the hospital experience, you're dealing with day zero to three mostly. And um, breastfeeding can go on much, much longer. So um, I really feel like doing both. And it's, but it's very difficult. I think like the BRC is so unique because we have this very um, busy outpatient center where we are seeing family, you know, one after the other, each lactation consultant will see, you know, three to five families a day and we'll have two to three lactation consultants on. So you get a wide variety and it's always very busy. Um, Whenever there's downtime, there's always something to do. Uh, (laughs) And we're all such lactation nerds that when it isn't busy, we're talking about breastfeeding or another case and a difficulty we're having. Um, So the 500 hours, I guess I could look this up on your log, but how long did it take you to do that? (laughs) Um, so it took me, I really like put the pedal to the metal. Um, I originally was going to take about a year to do it. Uh, we put my son in preschool and I was like, okay, let's go. But because they only offer the test, uh, twice a year, I I didn't, I didn't 
want, I wanted to get back to work. I loved being a stay-at-home mom for all the six years that I did it, but I was done and I was ready to get back to work. Uh, so, and once I started and I realized really how much I love it, I didn't want to take that much time in between days. So I came, uh, when I did my mentorship, I came as if I was doing a full-time job and I was here pretty much 40 hours a week. Um, and then sometimes we'd take shifts at the hospital on the weekends as well. And it took me, I think I'm going to say four months. Yeah. Yeah. And three, not a lot three and of people, a half or four months. Yeah. Not everyone has the opportunity to do it full time. And so it could take a good year part time. Yeah. Um, and that's clinical hours. Yeah. And that's great too. You get to take a little bit more time and get to kind of pick and choose the hours that you want to take. But I thought it was because we're so busy here, I was busy that whole time. And like you said, you know, we're always checking in, you know, I'm like, oh, well, I, I, my kids had off school on Monday. So I, I wasn't here, but like, oh, how did that client go with the baby with the cleft lip or, you know, it's, yeah. it's very interesting to have to, um, check back in. And I could, I found myself like reading reports of clients that I had met with on their first visit and I couldn't be there for their second. And I'm like, I want to see how that little baby is doing. So I could like log in and see what's going on. It's, it's interesting. And yeah, when you're a lactation nerd, it's a little, you know, it's like an addiction. <laughs> yeah. Well, what I forgot to mention is before you start your clinical hours, you need a chief mentor and you need your pathway approved by IBLSI. And so um, Which some, is super stressful. <laughs> yeah, and that's an extra payment of $100, I believe it is. Um, so, uh, you know, I take on people as chief mentor all the time. Um, and what's really hard is just trying to piece together all of the um, clinical hours from different areas. So some people live far away where they can come in once a week or, you know, and then they're doing something at another hospital. So you might have to piecemeal it um, through different hospitals, local uh, lactation consultants who are doing home visits, uh, things like that to pull together all the hours. Um, so when are you taking the exam, Sophie? Oh, I'm taking it on Friday of this <laughs> I'm week. I'm very nervous <laughs> of, this of this week. So today is Tuesday. So in, you know, three and a half days, <laughs> um, I'm very nervous. It is. And like you were saying, it's, it's a huge cost. It's, uh, it's when you add up all of the different things and, you know, this book that you, that's really crucial that you have, that's $95. And for me, it was putting, putting one of my children in full-time preschool. That was a huge cost for us, um, just to be able to, to sit and have all of my hours, but it also means I'll get to work quicker. So that was, that was the trade-off for us. But the exam is, I think I paid $670 uh, to take it. And so it's, it's really imperative that you pass the first time. So I'm very stressed, but I think it'll be, I think it'll be okay. I feel really well prepared because I had so many great clinical hours and I've been studying and every time I'm at home studying and there's a weird question or something that I'm like, I don't remember that being true. I have everyone here to still text and be like, wait a second. 
<laughs> answer this question for me. So it's great. It's great to have resources like that, that you can text at weird hours of the day or night to ask lactation questions. Too. Yeah. yeah. The cost is really inhibitive for many. Um, the college courses alone, 14 of them, that's a lot of money, but you know, it, for some families, if you qualify for financial aid in the college setting, you might you be able to get that. But then you have the 90 hours of lactation-specific courses, and that's roughly about $1,000 for those uh, 90 hours. And then the clinical program. And so we charge $10 an hour. Um, so that comes out to $5,000. Oh, what we also have... Um, because the IBCLC profession is predominantly white, um, we have a scholarship for black, indigenous people and people of color uh, to apply for a 50% reduction. If we, if we get a grant and it's free, then we do that, but um, in hopes of helping that situation a little bit. But it is a huge expense. Um, one of the things that lactation consultants were trying to do was obtain licensure. And I, I only had one reason for this. And that was like, if we became licensed practitioners, then maybe the colleges would have more opportunities to have an entire program of the college courses, the 90 hours plus the clinical hours, just like there's nursing school and RDs. Um, have it. If we had that, then it would be affordable to everyone. Um, unfortunately, we didn't pass uh, the bill for that, but I'm I'm hoping in the future that's a thing because I think it's an easy way to make it affordable. I think so too. I think it is. I think it is with a couple states, right? A couple states, I think, have licensure for yeah, yeah. It's just I think it's just not um, not in our specific state. But right. I agree for. A lot of my college classes, I was lucky enough to have um, either financial aid or scholarships, and that was super helpful. And in the beginning, I just did it thinking I, I wanted to do something in the healthcare profession. Uh, it's just kind of the way my brain works, and I like to help people. But uh, I was just hoping that everything in lactation, which was my first choice, would all pan out. But at least if you, you know, if you do it through, um, like a university, I think you can still get scholarships or financial aid for that. It's just a different type of education. And, and you know, when you get started, you don't know if you're going to get that or not. So the cost is a huge um, factor in considering it. Yep, absolutely. Well, anything else uh, did you want to add? <laughs> No, I don't think so. It's been an awesome experience. I'm super excited to get started. I can't wait to find out if I pass, which is the other trick in the in the exam game is you don't. We can't wait till you yeah, find out if you pass so we can hire you. And that's the <laughs> other great thing. It's, uh, you know, we have these well-trained people who know how our office works, who know how the hospitals work. And, it, you know, any business person will tell you a, a horrible part is onboarding new people and training them because it takes up so much time. So I have all these well-trained people. I just yeah. drag them up on board. <laughs> <laughs> well, and once you once you do spend four months of 
40 hours a week with somebody. I mean, before I found out if I was going to stay or not, the idea of going out on my own to do home visits or trying to find my own job was very, very scary. So yeah. <laughs> make sure you like who you pick as your chief mentor because you're going to spend a lot of time with them. <laughs> right. And and that does give you an opportunity to see if you fit in with our group, you know, and um, the other lactation consultants are always say, I don't know if they've said this to you, but Sophie just walked through the door and she was one of us. <laughs> that makes me feel really good you fit in very yeah when I first started we had we had just uh passed um one of our other lactation consultants Jesse had just passed and I remember you being like oh I think I'm gonna hire Jesse and I was like oh I hope I'm that lucky one day (laughs) so like eight to twelve weeks and I'll find out but (laughs) Yeah, and so that's the, that's the other difficult thing about um, the lactation world is that you're really two options for work. You can work inside of a hospital, and in a lot of cases, they require an RN and an IBCLC. Um, I am not an RN, but somehow I've managed these two hospital contracts. <laughs> but um, <laughs> you know, but there are other hospitals that don't require that. Um, and then the outpatient, you basically have to start your own business. I mean, the BRC yeah. is here doing outpatient, but there are very few centers or businesses that do this outpatient where the the um, families come to them. So it's sort of starting your own business, which could be daunting to many if you have a great business mind and you know, can do these types of things. That's great. But most people just want to be a lactation consultant and help new families. Yeah, it's very overwhelming when I looked into, I mean, even before I was thinking I wanted to be a lactation consultant and I was just a new mom at home, it can be very like daunting to understand how the insurance world works and how, if can I afford a lactation consultant? Is that something I have to pay for? There's no, no one really six years ago, there wasn't really anyone I could ask about that. Uh, So when you have to do it from the other side and get in network with insurance and figure out how to market yourself and all of that, it's just, that's, that was never something I was super interested in. I just want to snuggle, you know, new babies and help moms. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Working with the families is so much fun. Well, that is great. Anything else you want to add about the pathway three to lactation world? No, if you're highly motivated and you can keep all your ducks in a row, I highly recommend it. I've had an awesome experience going pathway through three and I hope I pass. (laughs) (laughs) I I can almost guarantee that you will. Well, thank you, Sophie, for joining us. And I hope this has helped anybody looking into the Pathway 3 program to becoming IBCLC. Until next time, I'm Colette Acker. Bye, Sophie. Bye. Thanks for listening to The Feeding Frenzy. The BRC is a nonprofit organization committed to providing expert clinical and educational breastfeeding services. Find out more about us at breastfeedingresourcecenter.org.